Welcome to the Innovators Room, where we talk about real things, real facts, and being the real you. I'm so excited to be back. Let's get this show started. And that is the power of hope. The belief that something better is always possible if you're willing to work for it and fight for it. It is our fundamental belief in the power of hope that has allowed us to rise above the voices of doubt and division, of anger and fear that we have faced in our own lives and in the life of this country. Our hope that if we work hard enough and believe in ourselves, then we can be whatever we dream, regardless of the limitations that others may place on us. The hope that when people see us for who we truly are, maybe, just maybe, they too will be inspired. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of The Innovator's Room. Today, I have none other than the badass PR diva, Miss Jalen McKee herself. Hey, Jalen. Hey, Jalen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and talk to us about your life and all that you've been doing. I've been following you for a while and I'm like, wow, like she is some motivation for me. Like I've really seen you grow on your platform. So for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. So just a little background about me. I am a publicist and I'm based out of Atlanta and New York. Um, I've been doing PR for about um, going on four years now, and I've owned my business for going on two years now. It'll be two years um, at the end of the year. Um, I've worked in entertainment, music, fashion, lifestyle, um, and I've gotten a chance to work with A-list celebrities, got a chance to work on some pretty cool events and um, small business opportunities. And honestly, it's just never a dull moment. And every day I'm literally doing something different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the way to be. Like, that is literally the way to be. So how did you get into PR? Did you see yourself doing that or something that you kind of fell into? So the way I got into PR was um, actually it started off. Honestly, I didn't even know I wanted to do PR. It started in college. Um, I went to Savannah State University. It's a small HBCU in Savannah, Georgia. And what ended up happening was I majored in English. Didn't even want to go to Savannah State. Just knew in my mind I was going to Spelman. Oh, excuse me. Um, I was going to Spelman College. And when that didn't work out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go to Savannah for these two little years. I'm going to knock it out. And then I'm going to just go. Um, no, I'm going to go to Savannah, knock those out go to Spelman. Um, Ended up falling in love with the university. um, Ended up falling in love with the people. Um, I've made lifelong friends there, all that great HBCU love. However, um, I met this lady who I did not know at the time would become my mentor and a huge influence in my life. And when I tell you, she she walked in the room like she was Olivia Pope before I knew who Olivia Pope was. (laughs) I was like, who is she? What does she do? 
And once I got with of what she did and she was teaching my public relations one-on-one class, I said, oh, like, this is it. Like, this is, this is like who I am as a person, who I am as a professional. And like, I just wanted to just research. I stayed up night and day figuring out what is, what does a publicist really do? Because the way she carried herself, the stories that she had about the type of clientele and the type of work days that she had, I said, that has me written all over it. And so with that being said, um, although I didn't get a chance to like have internships in college to kind of like really get a real idea of it, um, I had had the experience of being an HBCU campus queen and I kind of used those skills and I transferred it into a skill set that I didn't even know I was going to tap into when I moved to New York. So as soon as I graduated from New York, um, that same mentor was a huge influence on the way that um, I kind of saw myself after graduation. She said, you come to New York, I got you. So I said, all right, well, the, the hard part was finding a place to live. So like one of my really close friends, she kind of did the dollar in a dream thing, but she was more so on the film and production side, graduate of Savannah State as well. And I said, you know, can I come up there? She offered me her couch. Stayed on her couch for eight months. Um, wow. Hot 97. Um, it, um, a one-day job turned into, like, a everlasting lifetime experience. Um, and then from there, that's when I got a chance to work with um, Remy Ma. She actually gave me my first shot in the industry. I, I tell that story a lot, but that's really, like, that set the foundation of um, the trajectory of my career. And I've been able to just accomplish so much with that, that first shot or her just giving me a chance, honestly. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I think so many of us are so afraid to just like go with our move. So what gave you that bonus? Like, you know what? I'm, I know I don't, really know many people in New York, but I'm just going to go with what I feel. Like, where did that boldness come from? Um, that boldness came from, um, I, like, I did not, I couldn't, I was never going to forgive myself if I didn't at least just try. Um, and I found myself after graduation, um, I'm from Atlanta, so in Atlanta, you know, the nightlife is real. Everyone in Atlanta thinks they're a celebrity. So <laughs> after I moved from, so Savannah, if you know, if you know Georgia, you know Savannah is four hours away from Atlanta. So when I moved four hours back home, um, I was really cool with a lot of party promoters. And so they was like, oh, Jayla, we got to get you, we got to get you to come to the club. We, we go get you a section. So they started putting my, my face on flyers. Uh, <laughs> my homegirl who lived in New York, she was like, yeah, no, uh-uh, you going to have to, <laughs> uh-uh, you, that's not you. Come on. <laughs> you got to come out here. You like, you, 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 you becoming, you know, and, and it's no shade, no TV because I love my party promoter friends, but she just knew like that that just was not my calling um and so that kind of like woke me up and it was like okay like let me go let me go up here and let me go figure this out and so that was kind of like um like my aha moment or something that kind of just clicked right in my brain to say like okay let's go try this out and I also like had in the back of my mind that 
you know, I'm young. I don't got no kids. I'm not married. I don't have any big responsibilities. If it doesn't work out, like the worst I could do was just go back home. But at right. least I know I tried. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is like trying. Like if you have an idea, if you want to go after something, just go ahead. And it's okay if you fail, but you might succeed. Like it that, might actually work, you know? It, and I think so many of us are like held back by, okay, what if it don't work? But you'll, like you said, you'll regret it for the rest of your life, you know? And, like, and so hundred huh? of the shots you don't take. Right. That is a fact. And that's something that I'm learning with myself is like okay Jalen just go for it like just go after it and it may just work like but you're gonna think about it over and over and over again if you don't just go for it and all that time you could have just went for it like you could have just did it exactly. and you know what's so crazy because I like I've, I literally said I earlier today I was speaking with someone and I said you know the theme of my life as 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 glamorous or as cute as I try to make it look on Instagram which I know half of the time is not um, like the theme of my life has been like to fail forward or like at least the theme of my life since I've um, became um, a real life working adult has just been you know to fail forward and that's you know betting on yourself every time you know showing up as your authentic self um, and just being really um, headstrong in your faith and, and believing in yourself and as cliche as it sounds like you gotta do the inner work and you gotta really um understand like self-mastery is so important because uh, if you don't master yourself like you're not gonna have that confidence that you need in order to keep one foot in front of the other because what people don't tell you is like although like my story is probably one and the same of a lot of um people who have who come across to be successful like what people not telling you is girl like I have moments like I like new levels, new devils. Like I may reach a certain um, milestone in my career and then I hit a hard stop. And then I have, you know, I, then I have to rebuild myself and I have to rebuild back the confidence. I have to reaffirm that, you know, mm-hmm. God didn't um, bring me this far to leave me this far. But, you know, when I first moved to New York, girl, I was depressed. I was broke. Like I was like, it was a lot. And, and I'm not ashamed of that because, you know, that's who that's what made me who I am. And that's, you know, through the adversity, you know, came in sacrifice. You know, I feel like God blessed me and really revealed to me the person who I was called to be. And that just so happened to be through being a public relations professional. Yeah, that's so dope. Like, because some some of us really don't you know bet on ourselves Mm -hmm. a lot of us we're like you know comparing ourselves to other people but I like that Mm -hmm. you said that you have to master yourself and sometimes that's very hard especially with social media like it's so hard to like focus on yourself and feel like you're actually doing something because it's so easy to compare yourself to other people and so I know you mentioned like being and showing up and being your authentic self I wanted to ask you as well like how is it being a black black woman in PR and do you ever feel like you have to code switch do you feel like you have to not be your authentic self or not show up as the person that you are um, that's a really great question. Um, you know, it's so funny because when I first started out, I felt like I had to, um, 
you know, look a certain way or play a part. Now, I'm not saying like, like not to show up as your best self, um, but it was definitely challenging because of the stigma um, of, you know, black women tearing each other down or, you know, just the crab in a barrel mentality of like black people don't, you know, help black people. But in all actuality, it's all about your your perspective and, and what you choose to consume and who you choose to surround yourself around. I tell myself all the time, like, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm, I'm in the wrong room. And so it doesn't, wow. so, so I pride myself on being in rooms that made me uncomfortable. And I pride myself on um, being in rooms where people did not look like me because I was going to, I always knew that I was going to be that girl or I was going to be that black girl to like put my like when I make it like I'm gonna reach my hand back down and pull people up and 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 give the gems that or give the gems or give the opportunities or give the exposure um to people who who needed the opportunities that look like me as well so like yeah. although like I do have those times where you know I feel as though like I may get looked over um, because I am black or I may not be taken as seriously because I am black but I pride myself to always give my 200% or not give anything at all for that sole reason because you're going to see this little black 25 year old girl um, making things move and shake and she's going to be professional about it Like, and that's something yeah. that I do pride myself on I'm going to have the receipts I'm going to let the work speak for myself but most importantly like I have the education behind it as well. <laughs> yeah. And I know <clears throat> just like with feeling like some people may feel like they have to code switch in order to get certain opportunities. I wanted to ask you, how do you put yourself out there but not feel obligated to say yes to everything? Like, how do you find a balance? Because, you know, a lot of people take a lot of opportunities that they really don't want. But they feel like, okay, well, in order to get my name out there, I have to say yes, or I have to be in this room. How do you find that balance? Boundaries. <laughs> Boundaries. <laughs> and that, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. Like you, like I what I will say is um in the beginning, like and I'm still learning this for myself as well as like I had to learn from my clients, you know, or you have to you have to meet people where they're at. You have to know who you are and you have to understand that like everybody, everybody starts at the bottom. Like Jay-Z started at the bottom. Beyonce started at the bottom. You know, we're starting at the bottom and we're, and we're both coming up. Um, and so I never, ever, ever um, treat anybody less than. I give the same respect to the janitor as I do the CEO. And that's always just yeah. been my philosophy. Um, because, you know, you you never know. You, you know, Jalen, like, you know, we might be on this podcast today. You know, you might be um, getting sponsored by the Oprah Winfrey Network tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know. Let it be so on, bad. Come speak into existence. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, that's just kind of, like, always been um, my philosophy. Um, I always like to start small, recognize that, understand where, um, understand, you know, when I have leveled up in a space and in a career and 
if I understand, if I truly feel as though that opportunity may not be for me, um, it's all about in my approach It's all about in my response, because, you know, mm-hmm. we can say no, it's okay to say no. It's about how you, how you handle it, what you say, because it's not about what you do, but it's about how you make people feel and people will never forget wow. that. So like, if I am declining an opportunity, I'm not going to put my nose up and be like, I'm too good for that. I'm going to, you know, say like, you know, may, this may just not be a good time for me right now. However, I do feel as though like this may be a good opportunity for X, Y, and Z. Can I connect you with them? I love that. Like even connecting people, because right. a lot of people don't do that. It's like, oh, well, I don't want this opportunity, but I'm going to just leave it hanging. And like you said, you never know how you make people feel like even you connecting them to somebody else. You never know where that will go, you know, and I just know, like for myself, I deal with a lot of time, like feeling supported. I know like a lot of entrepreneurs may deal with feeling genuinely supported. Do you feel that way? Like you're genuine, genuinely supported in what you do? Or did you feel like once you started to get recognition, that's where the support came from? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, I will say that like I had a found, I had a, um, a really um, tight circle and I'll say a tribe of people who like, I, who always keep me level-headed, who always keep me grounded, um, who always, you know, kind of let me know like, girl, you, you still the same little loud girl like be quiet <laughs> like, right my, like my friends and family always like i i, I love and especially my mom uh your mom girl, is so my mom is a, a hot mess but that's my best friend <laughs> but i all like she's always like letting me know like girl like i don't care about none of this little pr stuff i don't care who red carpet you want like you better still wash these dishes <laughs> right and so like right. that, that keeps me so grounded and that keeps me so um so humble but um you know people have came a long way um but you kind of have to just know how to um to navigate those spaces and and there's nothing wrong with that because you want to of course you want to network with people but you want to also understand too that like nothing is ever personal right like sometimes like mm. you may have a transactional um, relationship with someone and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing but you just have to take that for what it is and just like okay like if, if we met on that's like that's like you you working um you working like you have colleagues or like that's like you going to school with someone like you you all came together because you guys go to school together you guys come together because you guys work together um now now if a genuine relationship grows out of that that's great but if it stays at a professional level or if it stays at a level to where you know you see that because you have accomplished x y and z take that for what that is but at the end of the day make sure that you recognize that you discern it and you create those boundaries I think that's so good that you said, like, don't take everything personally. I had to learn because it the I hard way. So many people, <laughs> like, so many people take everything personally, me included. Like, 
I think our generation of people take everything personally. Like if we don't get certain opportunities, we take it personally. And sometimes people can't move forward from that. They become bitter. They don't want to do what they feel they've been called to do. So that is so good. Like everything is not personal. Or two, every relationship won't be an authentic one. It may just be a working one. Like that is a gem right there because everybody sometimes thinks that every relationship has to be a person. And you know, I had to, like, I have to learn it the hard way. It's okay. Like, and, and because, because, and I had to understand too, I'm in a people, I'm in a people serving business. I'm in a relationship business. So anything I do or say, like it's going to be based off of how I make people feel and, and what they say about me when I'm not in the room. And so I have to be very wow. mindful and cognizant of that because, um, you know, I may have a personal feeling against you, but because of our business relationship, I'm going to keep it cute. Right. And it necessarily mean we have to be the best of friends. We just have a common goal that we need to get accomplished. And then, you know, whether we choose to grow from, like, I have, I have had plenty of, I mean, cause, and I'm telling you, this is trial and error. Like, because, um, I am such a, I'm such a genuine person and I'm such a transparent person. Like one thing about me, Jalen is always going to be Jalen. But what I also had to learn about that is I had to learn that I cannot take everything personal. When I, when I take on a client, you know, especially as a small business owner, it's really different when you own your own PR firm or when you are practicing PR um, through your own company versus practicing it you know at an agency like at an agency like when I was working I used to work at a talent agency when I was working at a talent agency I'm like all right you know what like I'm getting paid regardless like you know I don't have to necessarily talk directly to this person like it is what it is like you know whatever but when you take on someone under your own company when it's your name writing on the line you know and you're doing it through your own company that's like your baby and anybody who right. you want to be a part of your baby, you know, you have to take that personal. But you have to also learn to grow as a business owner as well. And I like I've had clients to where um, it's just business, but I've also have clients who are like family. And I had to learn how to distinct the two because when I started off, I was a small business owner. So any client I started off was family, like or or were close right. friends. Or were people who were in my circle who just wanted to support me. But then I had to understand as I was growing as a business owner and as my PR firm was growing, I had to learn that people are just coming in. They want the business and, and that's that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like I, I thought I was gonna be the business owner that was gonna have the same client from like the very from the very right. beginning that I got I, I promise you I probably serviced I probably serviced over five hundred people. Um course of three years and 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 it's okay for me not to continue working with them now have now have there been people who I worked with since day one yes but I don't have to have that relationship with everyone and it's okay every time you end a relationship with someone it does not have to be it does not have to end on bad terms that's a fact that is a fact like learning to let yeah. people go you know like or, or, understand, not, or like understanding you that this no longer serves you and so even with you working I didn't have this question roll down but even with you working with clients I know you said set boundaries but do you ever feel like well 
I don't feel like this relationship would serve me or like it wouldn't be good for my mental health or it'll stress me out too much. Do you ever like get to the point where you're like, I would rather not work with this person? And how do you go Honey, about yes, it? I have fired clients. Okay. <laughs> wow. I have fired clients. Like, and, and I, that was a hard le- lesson that I had to learn. Um, because, Sometimes I, I well, what I learned was all money isn't good money, and it cost me my sanity. I don't even want it. I don't even want it. Yeah. And and if and if I feel like you're compromising my mental health, um, or you're disrespecting me, um, on, on any type of level as a business owner, as a black woman, as a woman, you gotta go contract or not. <laughs> but make sure. <laughs> But make sure you have a, but but that's but when but when you get to that certain point in your career, you make sure you got a bomb lawyer that's gonna back you up and protect you. <laughs> right, right. So right, yes. But like you said, all, all money, money isn't good money. Good money. You need to you can fire a client, and I think you gotta know what we gotta do to you know protect our mental yes. health, it, especially with so much going on right now. Like you want to do work that you enjoy. And of course, every day not going to be a great day, but you want to do what you enjoy with people that you enjoy. And, you and, and, and that's so important. Like my philosophy now is I have to like you as a person. Like it's not all about well, money. Yes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it is business. But at the end of the day, like I want to at least like you as a person. Like I can't, I'm not the, I'm yeah. not the business owner that's just going to take on a client because it may be a good um, it may be a good, you know, business opportunity or I may leverage my career if who if it's not aligned with who I am as a woman of God or if it's not aligned with me, if I'm not aligned with it as a person, it's just not worth it to me. And I think more people should look at things like that, even myself included, because it'll keep you out of things that you really don't need to be in, like different opportunities or different situations with people that you can really like just use discernment and go around it, you know? And I think if we looked at that in that manner, it's like, okay, how would this serve me? Like, do I really enjoy you as a person? You know, we can stay out of things that we really don't even have no business. Exactly. And and one thing, that I had to learn was, you know, once you realize that you're an asset to anything that you're involved in, you are going to take that into consideration and understand that I love myself more not to even put myself through that or even align myself with that type of business. And that's okay. That's so good. And the last question I have is, do you ever deal with anxiety or the pressure of being or feeling like you have to be a perfectionist. Like, do you ever deal with that? And how do you fight through that? <laughs> Ooh, honey. Do I? <laughs> Child, I feel like, oh, girl. First, first and foremost, I'm a Virgo. So, <laughs> so that oh, should just Lord. tell you everything you need to know about answering that question. I am a Virgo. And if you know anything about Virgos, Beyonce is a Virgo. Michael Jackson was a Virgo. I can go on the list. And we are perfectionists to the T. So to answer your question, yes, I have anxiety all the time, especially working in entertainment, especially um, when it comes down to um, really huge events, um, when it comes down to um, securing certain press, when it comes to just working with people every day. like that yeah. that takes a toll on you and that's why you have to be so mindful of 
who you allow to your business or what type of client or ideal client that you see yourself working with because that 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 big a word that anxiety word it's it's no joke yeah. and you have to like really really lean on your faith um that's what i've that that's how i've been coping with it i've been leaning on my faith um my friends um i've actually even started looking into therapy since covid has started but um i'm human yeah. um i deal with it and understand that you know we all do and I have to really like kind of understand that too. Cause sometimes it's so easy to be like, well, I'm the only person going through this and you know, this and this and that. No, we just, sometimes some people just carry it well, but better than others. Um, but yeah, I a hundred percent deal with it. And some days I'm a hot ass mess. And then some days, you know, I clean myself and get back together, but that's the part of the journey that, I constantly try to preach is like, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have your breakthrough moment and you're going to have your, you're going to have your highs, but also understand and recognize your lows too, because you know, that, that isn't, that is, that is equally as important because the next time that you overcome it, because we always do, you have to know how to manage it. Yeah. You have to know how to balance it and you have to understand what triggers you. So that way you won't lose yourself to anxiety every time. Yeah, that is so good. That is so good because I know I deal with anxiety a lot. And my anxiety makes me not want to do nothing. It'd be like, okay, you overwhelmed. Just don't do it at all. So I'm learning to push through that. I'm learning to, you know, still have that push and that goal to go after the things that I want. So I just know, like, this podcast has really encouraged people to, you know, keep going even if you feel like you're gonna feel like you said fail forward, forward. yeah just fail do forward it, you know? and like, honestly too like it. i tell myself you know you know what if i have if i'm having a moment if i'm having a bad day hell sometimes i might even have a bad month i'm like you know what you get five seconds to cry you get five seconds to have a moment you get five seconds to do what you got to do but after them five seconds you're gonna get yourself together you're going to go get a pen and paper and you're going to write down and do what you need to do. Because I promise you, like, once you write it down yeah. um, or even, like, what's ho- whatever was holding you back, I will tell you, like, something that really helped me push through. I was having a really bad time in the beginning of my career. And um, I wrote down everything that was holding me back. I was I wrote down, like, what I was scared of, you know, what I, why I couldn't push through, you know, whatever I was feeling that was negatively impacting me. And um, at the end of it, um, I went to go get a lighter and I lit it on fire. And when I tell you like that kind of like really like, like just doing that practice alone kind of just really changed the trajectory, the trajectory of, um, of how I view myself and how I show up for myself. It was like, okay, the next time wow. this comes back around, I'm going to, I'm going to stop it in this tracks and I'm going to not let that get to me the way that I let it get to me last time. I'm like, like sometimes you just gotta right. have a talk with yourself. Like, I, I, like, we not doing this today. Like, the minute like you, you get that one thought in your head, you're like, okay, like I have to tell myself, like, we not doing this. Like, <laughs> we not doing this today. Yeah. Um, and then one, and then one last other resource I would recommend is downloading the Calm app. The Calm app, the Calm app really I've helps heard of me. That. Like when I'm, when I'm starting to like, kind of like get in, get in my head, because sometimes you know. We can get in our own way just by being in our own head all the time, especially right now yeah. during the pandemic. 
Um, you know, so many emotions are happening. So so much is just happening in the world. Uh, police brutality is still a real thing. It's still very alive and it's very real. And and that's, you know, emotionally exhausting as well. So, like, whenever you have those moments, right. like, you got to really, like, dig in your self-care. Get in, you got to get in your self-care bag and really make that a top priority. And that's something that I didn't do um, in the beginning of my career, which I do feel as though like help develop my anxiety a little bit more. Um, but I am realizing now, like, it's not like, I'm not on this, like, like in the beginning, I was like, Oh, like the grind don't stop. Like work don't stop. Like girl, no, the work do stop. And I'm going to take my ass to sleep and I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm a nap. <laughs> The grind do stop. The grind stops and I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> right. And we don't understand that our brains need a break. Like, your mind is always thinking, you know, and your brain needs a break sometimes. And it's okay to not do nothing. And I feel like even in our generation, we do sometimes have that mindset of just yeah. overworking. Like, we feel like we have to just work, 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 work all the time. Yes, you got to do work, but yeah, you got to rest too because what's Like, if exactly. your mind ain't in the right place. Exactly. You, you, and, and that's something that I, I pride myself with you know, preaching to other people is, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I had, yeah. to, I had to tell myself that, like, Jalen, you cannot pour from an empty cup, girl. Like, do better. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Can you please tell the people where they can yes, follow you? Um, um, life is Jalen on social media, on Instagram, per se. Um, and that's J-A-H-Y-L-I-N. Life as Jalen. And you can find me on Twitter cutting up at Life is J and on Facebook just as Jayla McKee. Well, thank you so much once again and thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like it, leave a review, share it with your mama, your cousin, your aunties, everybody. Until next time, peace.